Hello and welcome to episode 172 of Wing Sauce. The the Wings are doing good. The Lions did not do so well. Addition. Actually, they did decent. They did all right. I, I guess what's the good? All right, let's just jump right into that. Let's the hot topic. The Lions just played. It's Monday, the day after the the uh, the championship game. The Lions lost by seven, ten, three, seven, three. Couldn't remember. Anywho, three, yeah, that's not right. Yeah, because they scored a touchdown in the end. Um, so yeah, what what overall good game, kind of crappy. They lost a 17 point lead, but uh I think that's the best we've seen the Lions in ever, or at least my lifetime. Season, I mean, for the season, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. and they look like the best I've ever seen the Lions in the first half. They look like the best team in the NFL. Um it's a bummer, you know. It's uh it's pretty hard to give up. 17 points in one half in the NFL. You saw my Every hot take. Sp- What's your hot take? Fire Aaron Glenn. <laughs> he's gonna, He's been interviewing for head coaching jobs. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 honestly, if I was another team and after I saw how he handled the second half, I'd be like, yeah, about that head coaching position. I'm going to say no. We're not going to offer that to you anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, like, honestly, the guy that, like, guys need to tackle i didn't really think his scheme was that bad i didn't think i mean the biggest thing that i saw between coaching was that we looked like his first half uh plan was the game plan was great same thing with ben johnson's and, and campbell mm-hmm. overseeing it all i thought the defense looked really good in the first uh first half you could they're see that to your point well, and then like the, there's they played how they were were going to play i think the biggest thing is that you could see coming out of halftime there was adjustments made for the 49ers. The Lions didn't make any, not that they needed to, but then they weren't able to make any in-game adjustments at all. So like the 49ers just changed their whole game plan and we were kind of left holding the bag a little bit. And I think that, to your point, is where the the Aaron Glens of the world and any offensive or defensive coordinator and head coach need to be making adjustments mid-game. And that's really where they're, they're earning the big bucks. Um, and again, I didn't really... F- the defense hasn't looked good all year. I thought that no. they looked, I didn't think that they lost the game for him. I thought that they missed some key tackles. Um, and there was a, there was a couple key plays, obviously like everybody's talking about the fourth downs. There's Reynolds uh, dropping the ball on that. He had a couple face drops, mask. but the, well, the, the, face the, mask interception. the, well, the, fa- which one, uh, the face mask wasn't an interception. The one that hit the helmet, oh, which one are you talking about? It was that, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't an interception. It, was just, it just hit his helmet. I couldn't remember. The one that was like a 51 yard bomb. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was not interception, but yeah, hit off, uh, Vendor, Vendor's helmet on defense. Um, uh, for the Lions, I don't even know the, the guy's last name, but then, yeah, they caught it. It's bad break. Uh, it was a fun game. It was kind of fun to watch a late January Lions game, though. So for the first time in my life, I mean, it was cool watching the Lions. Like, oh, playoff, playoff, playoff. Like, okay, this is actually pretty exciting for once, as opposed to being like, oh, it is now August and the Lions are out of the playoffs. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. And they have you a know bunch I mean? of cap so, space. They have a bunch of cap so. space. I think that if they went to go find one corner and then one edge rusher, they would be. And I mean, they. They're basically. I don't even know what else. That their defense would be completely transformed. They'd look amazing. So that that would be my. I mean, their offense is great. There's no doubt about that, right? Golf, golf, Gibbs. I mean, Montgomery. Yeah, JMO. They're all looking um, good. Laporta, like all. Yeah, and if you so Laporta, Laporta's in the talks for being like the best uh, tight end in the league. 
Yeah. Like that's yeah, like the, sure. the rumbling, the rumblings right now. It's like, and they're saying like how it works is like, he won't get praise until like next year, you know, because of like how it kind of works. Like, Oh shit. Now look at Laporta, even though this, this last year he did amazing um, as a rookie. Yeah. <clears> so no, I, I agree. I think that he's right up there with uh, like, like Kelsey, you know, and mm-hmm. um, there's not that many, I mean, there's a lot of good tight ends, but there's not that many like absolute elite tight ends. Um, like the Gronks or um, yeah, I was gonna say like Gronkowski Kelsey. was like one that when that came to mind. Other than Kelsey, yeah. Well, it's just like you know, there's you have like 15 elite wide receivers in the league. There's not that. There's like two or three elite tight ends, and Laporta certainly looks like he's one of those three. Especially if he continues that next year. So it's nice to to find your guy. Especially that's what you need. All these good teams they draft so well, and they have guys playing pivotal roles with rookie contracts. So then you use your money to go sign like i said that cornerback or edge rusher in this offseason and um they have a ton of uh cap space like i said like they can go out and sign somebody and um hopefully it's just the beginning of a good couple years yeah, here for Detroit. that, for the that was my thing i'm hoping this is just like you know a snippet of what's what's to come right like i'm hoping next year where there's no oh the lions make the playoffs it's like okay where are the lions gonna make the playoffs are they gonna be the number one seed are they gonna be um you know where where are they at yeah, we um, talked to Patriots and Kansas City fans, and specifically the Patriots dynasty over like the the last twenty years or whatever. And all the fan base was like, "Yeah, I mean, the, the it doesn't really it, it doesn't really start until playoffs start. Like they they care about the season, but like, okay, let's get it on. Like they're going to be twelve and five. They're going to be, you know, back when there's sixteen games, they're going to be twelve and four. They're going to be a number one mm-hmm. or number two seed and whatever. Let's let's get the show on the road type thing. Um, I'm hoping we get to that where like football games are fun every Sunday. And whether they, you know, obviously they're going to lose games, but they're in games and they're not getting blown out and they're in the, the fight for division championships. We can hang more banners. That'll be fun. So might as well transition on that, um, you know, from playoff team to hopeful playoff team with the Red Wings. Uh, they're currently sitting in a wild card position. Second wild card? It changes. Yep, There's second. so many teams right now in the, in the hunt. And, and, and the issue is they're they're how the the games are right now. There's a couple of teams that are 47 games played, a couple that are 49, yeah. a couple of 50. So it kind of varies with that when it comes down to those points too. Um, the I mean the Wings though lately have been doing a great job, losing only one in the last. Uh, well, they lost. They're like six two in the last eight or something like that. Yeah. But even if you took I mean, their last 20 games, like they've been, uh, they went on that stretch where they were eight two and one. Uh, and the one was against um, who was it? Uh, the Oilers. And then there's been what five or six games since then, and they've been five and two, I mean, six and two. Co- like co- they're they're good. Couple crucial wins, right? Be- beating the Lightning that was like a had to win, especially with them um, <clears throat> being on the same side as us. Uh, well, the Panthers. The, the, uh, I mean, yeah, the Panthers huge, an OT huge, win. There's huge games, right? Like. You have the Maple Leafs, Tampa. which is uh, yeah, the, the Maple Leafs. Thank you. The the Maple Leafs, which I think is the biggest one given the wild card position, because um, that's that's a four point swing right there. Um, then the Panthers and Tampa are good wins because they're against teams that are Stanley Cup contenders. So you need to make sure that you were you were playing against those guys, especially being on the road. Um, and you know the Kings have been in a little bit of a slump, but they. They're legit one of the better teams in the league when they're all healthy and playing well. Uh, they're beating good teams. That's what you want to see. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I mean, it, it, and, and to note, Kane hasn't skated in uh, a couple of these games, which is not saying 
good, but it's good to see that we have the depth and we're actually performing, able to win those games without Kane being on the ice. Um, yeah, I did. And, and oh, sorry, just before we get out of the uh, going over the last games, I mean, uh, we should definitely talk about uh, or include the Golden Knights, Stanley previous Stanley Cup champs, like going to and steamrolling them along so, with the the other couple teams. Yeah. I mean, great game. I, I was at that game. Um, real quick, though. So I went to a uh, signing tonight at LCA. They had like an open house for season ticket holders, and um, all, the whole entire active squad was there. It was, it was nice seeing um, Kane actually in the building. Got a got his autograph. Um, Should have didn't look too. He didn't look too happy. He's never like, looked happy. Like, but I mean, that's true. He does kind of have like a. Yeah, he never. That's he doesn't show personality. Uh, doesn't say that's actually a good point. Now that you put that, because when I was like, when I was actually talking to him, like he was like, you know, oh thanks, you know, you know kind of like, you know, smiled over. And mm-hmm. uh, Comfort, real quick, if you uh, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, if you send me your address, I'll send you a hat. Thank you for He's the. He's not uh, sending you his address. Send me your address, and I'll send you a hat. He's no, not he, sending you his, his address. He, he uh, it's funny. I was getting the my hat signed, and he's like, oh, I really like that that logo. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's a that's my podcast logo. Little plug, real quick. Yep. Nice. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, let me know if he sends you his address. He's I like will. Some, some guy that I ran and that I met. <laughs> some random, bro, some random fan is asking for his address. My yeah, address. So I uh, sent it to him on social media. I'm sure this will go over well. I'm not going to die right? immediately. I don't see. I don't see how anything could go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> no, it just it kind of made me chuckle. Um, but yeah, yeah g- got some got some autographs. It was nice. It was pretty packed. There's it sold out. Three thousand people apparently. They said. So wow. it's nice seeing the um, involvement from all the fans when it comes to the Red Wings. I know in years past, it probably had been less packed. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody to sign anything. There's nobody that, that's on all, the team it, worth signing. It, it was nice talking to all the fans there, right? Just kind of like about like the season and how the how the how how it's progressed over the years and mm-hmm. the different players, how we've made signings and stuff of that nature. So it seems like the hockey world's excited with the Red Wings um, slowly making progression one thing that it's funny, I was talking to a guy today and he made a hot take. He's like, I could see Raymond being traded away. He's like, it really wouldn't bother me that much. And I was like, Hmm, I started maybe thinking, could we see Raymond being a trade piece at some point? And what would we want to get in return for someone like that? Um, I don't know. I mean, like it's hard because he doesn't have his next contract. So uh, the only way I could see that happening right now is if they've already started the contract negotiations and he's they're mm-hmm. just in different ballparks and he's like, well, I don't want to lose him for nothing. Um, would, would I be devastated? No, I mean, yeah, he's, no, no. I, Do you think I, he's he has, panned out to be what the player that we expected him to be when we drafted him at this point? Yeah, yeah. Career? I mean, when you look at it, if you like taking purely his point production and mm-hmm. and everything and and like what he's brought to each game. Yeah, I think so. It's so hard to draft in, in any professional league, but especially hockey, you get a lot of guys that are drafted in the second, third, fourth round that never even like see the AHL or barely see the AHL or lifelong AHL players. And um, I mean, you, you first rounders even. Uh, so if you have a steady first line player in the NHL, which Raymond is right now on a, uh, a wild card team, it's not the last place team in the entire league. Like he's, playing on a probably the a top 15 team i would say the wings are playing right now and he's on the first line and he's getting the points that he's getting yeah i it's exactly like if i told you that when we signed him like hey he's gonna be a first line player in two years getting x amount of points you'd be like yeah sign me up 
is it's great that he's not playing over in like I mean, Europe somewhere. <laughs> just just so everyone knows, he's a uh, 49 games played, 13 goals, 28 assists for 41 points total. Uh, third overall on the team, only led by Larkin at 46 and Debrinkin at 43. Yeah, how many games played did he have? 49. Yeah, so I mean, he's probably tracking at 70 points. Yeah, I mean, somewhere somewhere player. in that ballpark. Like, yeah, yeah. if I <laughs> at 20 21 What's it? How old is he? Uh, I think he's 21. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not even he's... in the prime. We give him till he's 23, 24 for a forward to get, uh, you know, you, the team gets better around him. He gets better. I, no, brainer. I mean, I feel like this is one of the first years he's actually had some like support staff as opposed to just being kind of playing, having to play lights out every game, right? He kind of has the opportunity to pass the puck, make some mm-hmm. uh, openings for himself. Uh, with having some more threats on uh, on his line. Yeah, I think it, at times he does look a little bit like he's half-assing it. I think it's like my only complaint, but the, at the same time, he's not a grinding type corner player. Uh, being in the corners, winning winning the battles with these big defensemen. Uh, I do think that in a couple of years, he'll just get bit, bigger and stronger where he or, and smarter, honestly, that he knows when he can win those 50-50 battles versus when he can't. But I do, when you look at him versus like Larkin is like, you can clearly tell the difference between those two oh, yeah. players. When you look at speed, when you look at just like the wanting to win each battle, uh, Larkin, I've never, even people that haven't liked Larkin, you could tell even when the wings were horrible, you never questioned that he wanted to win or like his heart or his desire, like his grit. Um, I could easily see somebody questioning Raymond's and I'd be like, yeah, I, you know, I can totally see him not exactly wanting it or like lacking in that department. But again, 21 years old or whatever his age is averaging, you know, seven, getting 70 ish points. If you, if you had to pick right now and take a look at a side-by-side player without their face and you had him or Zegris, like there's probably a lot of people that if you don't know your not picking Zegris, that would pick Raymond over Zegris. You would at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, take away their names and faces so you didn't know who it was, and then take all mm. their stats side by side. There's yeah. a lot of people that would probably pick Raymond. I don't know what they are. Maybe, maybe I'm like talking out of my ass, but um, like Zegris has been hurt. He hasn't had a great year. He just signed a pretty big ticket. Uh, <laughs> if anything, that kind of hurts us because Raymond's going to be like. Well, Zegers is making however many million, and I'm better than him. Better than so, him. yeah, I want to make more. <clears throat> Speaking of Zegers, um, it just sparked something. Uh, trade rumors. Someone's talking about uh, possible him coming to the Red Wings. Um, that Thomas Herschel has been rumored to come to the Red Wings. Um, uh, Bergeron's the one Who's that they say. I hate you. No, I seriously Th- don't know Tomas. who that is. Tomas. Tomas Herschel? Hurtle, H-E-R-T-L. Her- oh, H- Hurtle. Hurtle, thank Hurtle. you. Yeah, okay. You said Herschel. I didn't know Sorry. Who Hers- uh, Hers- dude, everyone knows I'm horrible with names. <laughs> well, like, Herschel like, is you, like, how do you get you her? Do, H-E-R-T-L? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Herschel? <laughs> Maybe. Right. I don't know. Dude, I don't know what these Sweden Sweden names are like. I was like, Herschel. Finnish or Poland names. Like, I, I don't know how they pronounce that shit. I'm horrible. Fair enough. All right. I hate you. Anywho, back to my... I, c- I couldn't even uh, put it but, together. <laughs> but yeah, so 
anywho, trade rumors. Uh, Berger and they're saying that is, is possibly getting moved. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that one? If he's a, if he's a trade piece as far as getting moved over. Um, who, um, who, so, who, who, who'd you say? Uh, Berger they're saying that he might be moved as a trade piece from the Red Wings. Um, not really saying around who, but just as far as getting him moved. Oh, I'd be fine um, with that. Who wouldn't be fine with that? I don't know. Just like when you look at Are like, you fine with like that? yeah, I mean, our prospect pool for one, like for for once, we have enough players active in a prospect pool deep enough where I feel like we can make some acquisitions and trades where it's not detrimental to to the organization or like how the um uh. Like the AHL shapes up. Yeah, right? I mean, there, like, there's like, like a... there's like one guy basically that I would be like, ah, I wouldn't want to ship him off. Like Edmonton basically is like, I wouldn't. Oh want my! To him. Speaking of Edmonton, did you see someone try to get a fight with him the other night? Yeah, he was actually eating those punches like, and it wasn't doing anything. His he was laughing. He thought it was hilarious, and then he just ragdolled the kid at the end. Yeah, but like, no, I agree. I just was laughing because like those weren't. Whether the guy is smaller or not, he's he was still throwing him pretty hard, and he, he easily could have knocked him out. But he Edmondson just ate those like it was no big deal. So Dude, that was funny, which is kind of scary. Which is kind of scary because yeah. now it's like, what? So if you piss him off, is he just gonna like like? I, I don't know. He's a big boy. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yes. A, for sure. Like, yeah. That, that, I'm glad you saw that because that made me literally laugh when I saw that. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm like, yeah, first so, off, why is Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to, um, I thought you were done with it. So I was just going to go into like the people that I wouldn't want to move. Yeah, please. Well, I would say, um, Marco Casper, mm-hmm. uh, Carter, our good friend, Carter. Uh, Dude, he's been, ter- he's been, he's been, uh, speaking of Carter real quick. He's been, uh, he's been doing well in the AHL. A lot of um, if you if you read a lot of like Red Wing prospect news, his name comes up quite quite often. Honestly, really, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, that's good to see. And then like Edvinson, but even out of those, I think like it goes Edvinson, and then Marco Casper. I wouldn't want to, and like I could potentially see. I, I mean, Carter, he's. He's so new to the team, I can't see him moving on. But that would be like my hierarchy of who I would yeah. be like. I wouldn't want, and then it goes into like anybody. I'd be co- yeah. completely fine with. Um. Yeah. I, I. Do we think Edmonton's gonna make a roster? Like, I don't want to word this. Is there gonna be an open roster spot for Edmonton to make a a, a case for himself next year, or do you think he's? Because uh, I, I don't. I don't see him playing for Grand Rapids again. Yeah. No. I don't I think, think that'd be. I don't think that'd be very beneficial for him at this point in his career. Yeah, I think next year he's on the team. So where do we see him slotted? Um, well, it depends on who who's on the let's team. Let's say we have let's say we have the key players we know are going to stick around. So let's just like we can word it around that, right? Like, is I he? Think, I think he's like top, top four. Probably that's what I'm saying. Do you think so? Yeah, I, I think that's where he needs to be. Whether he's like a top four defenseman playing like it um that's tbd and like you have that guys that can go in there and step in to be a top four if needed but i think uh when you have wallman and and you have cider as your top pairing um and i think that they keep that given the analytics saying that they're one of the best they're one of the best tandems in the entire league right now um again and that's not from like an eye test that's just like pure analytical if you take a look at all the d pairs they're one of the top defensive pairs in the league 
So, I mean, that could change. People could look at them and be like, ah, I don't believe it. Um, Cause I know a lot of the time everybody was looking at Evanson and cider being the, uh, the pair, the top pair so, in the league, but Wallman's just like taking the league by storm a little bit over the past, you know, two years. So would you agree though, real quick on Wallman? Like, I, so I was excited when he signed his contract, right? I felt like he deserved it. He did a good job. I felt like there's a point in time. I think it was earlier in the season where it's almost kind of like, I, I didn't feel like there was much progression. I felt like he's almost, um, like it's either stagnant or regressed a little bit. Uh, but since then, I feel like he's actually turned it around quite a bit, kind of more like what I was looking at last year with his progression and kind of, you know, playing that uh, hard 200 foot game that I expect from him. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. But I also think that it was the same time as the entire uh, team playing horror. That was like in that mm. 15 game stretch that they were just like so bad that, I mean, if part of that was maybe a couple guys just looking out of it and him being one of them and, and you you can't really have your top defensemen not playing well because they're playing against the best players on the other team. And so if you don't have that, then it's going to look pretty. They're going to stand out in a bad way. Um, but I do think over the past, to your point, over the past maybe ten games, he's been one of the best players on the ice, in my opinion. I, I like Walman. I feel like he's a like a lot of people. I think when we signed him for that deal, they're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, what the hell? Like, why? What's the point of this? Like, he's not like a, a well, household name. Walman last um, year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I didn't see that. I can if people did, so, then they just don't know hockey. Well, <laughs> he was, and so he like was I, amazing. I, oh, he was she was great, right? I, I mean, think, with all I the... think it was important that they, they signed him when they did because if they waited another year and seeing what these other defensemen are making, he probably would have made another million or two on his contract oh. per year. And so that that brings up a point. Do you feel like like I, you have to expect that a lot of these conversations are being had. They're looking at this like, is when's a good time to sign this player? Do we wait until next year? Do we do it now? Like, mm-hmm. do you, I, those conversations have to be had, and they have to be looking at market value and everything else when it comes down to that. Like, they're like, oh shit, yeah. this this defenseman just got paid big bucks. Like, we don't want to wait another year because you know so and so's contract's about to come off the books for this team, and they're going to get paid. Um, because all that plays into like arbitration, does it not? Or no? Um, it wouldn't really be arbitration at that. They would look at, uh, other people as well. Yeah. At, but, at yeah. Okay. That's, 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 that's what I mean. Got like, the arbitration, but like, yeah, they look at that regard. Like think about what we just did with, uh, Zegers and Raymond. Like if we're doing it, they're definite. That's all they do. Is that, that, at, that's like, why I think hey, too, right? Made, like they have yeah, to, they set, they set the market. Yeah. Like that only makes sense. Um, in that regards. Um, so I think. Uh, well, actually, so I'm just looking through the pro just because we've been on a little bit of a prospect um, conversation. Yeah. The, um, so that was only with Grand Rapids, obviously, but there are the other prospects. Obviously, with Danielson, would never do anything with him after we just drafted him. That's that'd be stupid. Um, he's he's untouchable. Uh, Marco Casper again. He's a, another person. That I was looking at these rankings from NHL.com, and they followed my same thought process as well. With Edmondson being like the best prospect, Casper being second, so like wouldn't want to move away from him. Um, Danielson being the third, uh, the third ranked prospect, and then I forgot about the guy uh, Axel Sandin Pelika from the Sweden World oh, Junior Team. That, that guy, went crazy. That guy's fairly nasty. Yeah, so um, would not they would there's no no way to touch on him. I'm actually super excited to see him because if you think about it, and you have uh, you have him, Cider, Wallman, and Edmondson. There, there's your top four for like ever, 
you know, for the next, hopefully they can sign all of those guys and, and keep them forever. And that's like a legit stop, top four with, with superstars. And that's building your team through the, um, through your prospect pool and through the draft, which is exactly how you build the team. So that's great. And then it went to Carter and then uh, it kind of tails off, but um, they do go off of uh, projected NHL arrival, which like these all seem so early. So it says for Carter, his projected NHL arrival is next year, which I mean, maybe I mean, that doesn't seem too crazy. maybe like you get a couple games, but yeah, that, that's, I all, that's all thinking, like, okay. That's what I mean. Is it, is he actually getting moved up or is he actually getting an opportunity to play? Kind of like, remember how Paul, I think it was like three years ago, kind of like played like one, like, you know, three, four games and they send him back. Yeah. Up, and they bring yeah, him back up. Sure. Like, you have to figure out how, yeah, how often you want to, get these guys so they don't they don't burn their so, first year and all these questions so, it's so yeah. it, like when it comes down to that right because i know how this works like you, you, they, they can only play a certain amount of games before they burn their entry-level contract mm-hmm. do you think that comes into play like they like say all right we're gonna slot him here for this many games to kind of see how he how he skates and then depending or is it like all right we're gonna slot you for eight games and you're guaranteed going back to the ahl regardless of how you play or uh, like do you think yeah no i think they do I mean, yeah. unless, unless like barring injury or barring like they are getting a hat trick every single game. <laughs> like, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like they come out and they score, you know, 30 points in fucking 10 games. Like, well, okay, you're staying up here. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, if they look like they're NHL ready, then then you have to put them in the NHL. Okay. Because um, I've always wondered, like, if reason. it's just like, all right, you're only getting a tryout. Like, this is just specifically for this span of time. We'll talk about it in the offseason. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I mean, I bet that that, that probably happens more that's probably the norm like mm-hmm. everybody knows hey you're going to go up you're going to get a couple games you know get your feet under you see the speed all these different things and then you're going to go back down i think it's the rare occasion that they have those conversations they bring them up and the guy averaged 15 points in like seven games you know like if that's the case then you're like well you can't really move him down or or maybe i don't even know like you you basically have to keep him at that point unless yeah. you're just a dog shit team and you don't want him to play for a bad team and there's he's out of the playoffs and he gets hurt. But like if you're in a wild card spot or you're right there, if you're a playoff team and there's a guy that comes in and mm-hmm. and can make an impact and you keep him. Yeah, no hundred percent. So one thing uh to note, Huso uh recorded a shutout in his um conditioning stint down in Grand Rapids, which then mm-hmm. as I was talking to somebody, it's like you'd almost expect an NHL goalie like that caliber of a goalie to either have a shutout or have a high save percentage. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise that they, they, they're not an NHL goalie in my opinion. Like that sounds kind of harsh, but the difference in, in my opinion, again, the difference between NHL and AHL goalies is quite vast because you don't really see go- once you're like goalies are like a long tenured, I guess a long tenured spot is what I was getting at. Like you, we have, there's still goalies in the league that are 30 something years old. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a young man. It's not a young man's uh, position, I guess. Yeah. It's um, probably, it's more like a, being a pitcher, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's baseball. just interesting. There's a lot of guys that aren't, you know, what I haven't heard of Kosa. What's, what's, what's going on with him? Uh, I haven't looked at, like, I never hear anything really with Grand Rapids unless it comes mm-hmm. if unless I like go out to go search for it. Yeah, but usually, so, you know, sometimes you'll have like up in, a re- in a while. You'll have like rumbling. Although I'm looking right at now. I'm looking at the previous I'm looking at the power rankings for um I'm looking at the farm system rankings right now, and the Red Wings are fourth. 
in the NHL and one of the top, and he's a top five prospect for him. And that was written uh, six days ago by the hockeywriters.com. So, yeah. Kosa? So he's, he's okay. one of their top five prospects. All right, that's good. Um, currently, he's 19 games played, 2.75 games against. Go like games against you, dumbass. Goals against Jesus Christ. Uh, 0.907 save percentage, nine wins, zero shutouts. So, I mean, it's not it's nine and 10. So, well, well 2.75 it's. Is that pretty good? I mean, you, like, you want to see low twos, but it's not like it's four. But the nine, the, the 9.07 save percentage, I feel like that should be a, a smidge higher. I mean, it's still good, but I feel like I'd, I'd like to see that around like 0. 0.91. Nine point, Wait, what is the same percentage? Point, point nine zero seven. Oh, 0.90. I thought you said 9.70. I'm like, no, that's pretty good. Get him up yeah. here now. Shit. Yeah. Um, and like we always say with goalies, though, I don't even I don't even like talking about goalies that much because I have no idea when I see a save percentage or whatever. I mean, I, only a goalie coach is going to watch a goalie and be like, yeah, that was a shit game. And uh, he let up three goals but there was they were bad goal you know like goalie coaches and goalies have that thing that they could say here's how you're tracking you're progressing well don't even worry about those goals against or whatever like you did the right thing in a bad bounce, whatever so uh, whereas like a forward or defenseman i feel like i could easily take a look at it and have a more of a uh, a way fair, that though, i could see if they've done well or not you played as a forward correct yeah yeah, so I mean, d- d- like, do you think if you played as a goalie, be able to kind of distinguish those? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I played as a bench warmer. I can tell you about the bench; it was nice and splintery, and you know all that. Um, <laughs> nice and splintery. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I'm trying to think of anything else that we I, I, off hot topics. Oh, Larkin scored his 200th goal. Congrats to him. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot of mile, milestones. Yeah. You know? Um. See, was it Cop that got his hundredth goal? Yeah, he didn't care. If anyone was curious, he was he was yeah, not even remotely shit. impressed. Dude, he was he he literally was like, I don't I, I don't give. No, that's what he said. He said, uh, "Don't mean shit." I think this is yep uh, exact quote. So the best part is though, like these guys are so freaking tired, and you're like, "Hey, so tell me about this goal you had." And it's like, dude, I don't want to talk to you. I want to go take know, a shower right? and go home. Well, it's it's so funny between periods when they they literally just got done whatever. Like it'll be a guy that was just on the ice. The period ends. They go directly out and they're in the hallway, and then they're given the interview, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, we played played well, battle hard. We got to get more pucks than that." Uh, and like <laughs> like Jesus, man, just they they should pick a guy that wasn't that was should be a if I was like part of this, <laughs> the players association, I'd be like, okay, my one rule is that. For the mid, uh, the in between period talks, it can't be a guy that just got off the ice. It's got to be a guy on the bench, so he has a breath. Like that would be my right? one rule because I'm not talking to anybody if I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, oh, one thing we should talk about: what are your thoughts on the All Star jerseys? Yeah, they're garbage. Yeah, okay, me too. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I get what they're trying to do, it. but they're. I don't need for what but, is that. Like, no, what, I said, I, I get it. I get it. I just want to, they want to bright colors and they want to get kids to, to buy them, which are like, whatever. If you want to, it's a, you want to get kids involved and you want to do that. If they want to ask me an adult, my, my opinion on it, they look horrible. Yeah. If you want to ask a kid, they might look sweet and like, whatever you, you got your That's good point. 
yeah, you got whatever you wanted to happen. That's but. Good. I mean, that's a good point. The All Star, the All Star game is not for for adults. It's no, but I still think that they could have done it. I mean, whatever. I, if the kids like him, then they yeah, did that, a good that, job. That, yeah, that's but what I was Then don't like, ask me. What? Yeah, but if the if the league was going to ask me my opinion, I'll tell them it looks like it looks horrible. It looks like trash. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, I will be going to the outdoor hockey game in two weeks. I'm excited. Hopefully, it's cold enough to, to have an outdoor hockey game. Let's nice. See. Where at? Uh, in New Jersey at MetLife. It's the New Jersey Devils versus the Flyers. Sweet. Yeah, I'm excited. First time I've ever been to an outdoor hockey game, so we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, that'll be awesome. If it was, um, ghost. I will. Um, yeah, like I said, went tonight, got some signatures from the fan or from the fans, from the players. It was nice, nice like fanfare. Um, all the players are actually pretty nice. They're all like social. It was kind of cool. Um, you know, sometimes you kind of worry like, are oh, they going to be like, you know, just sign it and move on. No, they're all like, mm-hmm. super, hey, how are you? Like, you know, very polite. So it's kind of nice to kind of um, have that. So I recommend if you ever have an opportunity to kind of go check one of those things out. If you're a big fan, it's kind of nice kind of meeting the players and uh, meeting other fans while you're standing in line for three hours waiting for an autograph. That long? Are you kidding me? It was how No, long? it wasn't that long. It, so we got there at 4.30. I was able to get Larkin's signature. They didn't start signing until five. I was able to get Larkin's signature by six and then jump in line and get the other signatures by 6.30. But mind you, Nicole was in line the whole entire time I was in the other line waiting to get. So she was in the Debrinket Kane line. Um, oh my gosh. Dude, it, dude. You, you couldn't pay me enough. I'm glad that you went and I'm glad there's fans that go. There's, there's oh, nothing so, that I could, that you would be able to do to get me to do that. Dude, the only reason I went is because I had two co- two golf covers. I post them on the the social media yeah, that yeah, I wanted to sign. Yeah, one of them being because it's I wanted Larkin signature on a golf cover. It's cool, and then the other one is yeah. because Debrinket actually has that same golf cover on his bag or did have on his bag, and so I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to have a signature. Oh, on. nice. Yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. Uh, I, I like I said that yeah. that thing's cool. To be, I don't know that. I can no Connor, it. trust me, dude. You're not. I don't, you don't have to explain to me if I could redo it again, I probably wouldn't redo it. Uh, but yeah. well, uh, I'm glad now I you're probably yeah, all said and done, it's probably like probably happy, happy that you did yeah, it. That, but during the time, yeah, that's what I'm saying, just like holy shit, dude. Yeah. D- during that time, I was just like, why am I doing this for a signature? Yeah. Like, I could probably, I could probably get this signature at a different time, honestly, yeah. like in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. But I got it done. Um, yep, there you go. Tell yeah, down. so Red Wings this week have some teams they're playing. Does anybody know? We got Ottawa. Ottawa. We got. Then it's All Star uh, break, I think. Ottawa. I think it's All Star. Right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. I was like, we got Ottawa, and I think yeah, All Star. <laughs> All right. So we will not be back recording probably most likely until February 12th around that time, everybody um, just because we're not going to record to talk about all-star break. We just discussed how much Connor and I dislike it. So <laughs> we'll be, we'll be recording sometime on the 12th. Um, thanks everyone. Enjoy the all-star break. Hopefully the wings get some well-needed rest. Kane gets some well-needed rest for his um, upcoming final stretch. Um, hopefully to secure a wild card spot. Anything else, Connor? Nope. All right. Well, let's get the puck out of here and we'll see you next week. All right.